You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. And this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast, and today we have Kojo Sarfo as our guest. He is an author and a speaker and a nurse practitioner who has found his entrepreneurial roots. Uh, I'm really excited to have you here. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity, Kate. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the first questions I always ask my, my guests is to tell me about you as a nurse and, and how it kind of led to where you are right now. What, like, what is your background? Um, so uh, me as a, as a nurse, um, uh, I was, uh, my father, back in high school, I was 17. And my father recommended that I pursue nursing as a way to, you know, provide for myself. Um, and I wasn't the best high school student. So when my dad told me that I could go to school for two or three years and come out with a nursing degree and have, um, you know, the ability to take care of, you know, not only myself, but people around me, um, I instantly did that. Um, so I went through the nursing program. I got my associates first uh, from the University of West Alabama. And then from there, I started my nursing career in Macon, Georgia, uh, in the neuro ICU unit. Um, after working there for about seven, eight months, my dad once again convinced me to move to Augusta, Georgia and take a job uh, there at the local psych hospital. And um, once I started working there, I kind of found my calling. Um, I nearly quit when I first started, but as things progressed, I began to really enjoy the job. And before you, uh, before you knew it, I had applied to a, um, a DMP program. I got my BSN while I was in Augusta. Uh, and I applied to a DMP program to become a mental health nurse practitioner. So it kind of uh, progressed really fast once I started to do psych. Okay, so then you did, uh, did you do a psych NP? I, I did do, I, I did a psych um, uh, nurse practitioner degree. Um, it was a DMP from the university, well, Augusta University. Uh, so uh, me and my classmate were actually the first ones to graduate from the psych uh, DMP program. It's relatively new, but there was a psych nurse practitioner program uh, that was there prior to us um, enrolling in the school. But uh, yes, ma'am, Augusta University um, Psych uh, Nurse Practitioner Program. Okay. Um, and, you know, I, I see you're from, from Ghana. Did you grow up in Ghana or did you were you always over here in the United States? I actually did not grow up in Ghana. Um, I was born in Ghana. I stayed there for about a year, year and a half. And then uh, my parents relocated to uh, Norway in Europe. Um, and my younger sister was actually born in Norway during the uh, 94 Olympics. And she got some type of special um, recognition. You know, all the babies that year got like a <laughs> silver spoon or something like that. Um, but I spent my uh, formative years in um, uh, the country of Norway. And after being there for about five or six years, that's when, um, you know, our family relocated to Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, wow, that's a that's a big difference. All three of those right. places are very different. <laughs> um, okay, so it, it looks like a lot of your entrepreneurial suits uh, pursuits are kind of what I would categorize in like the influencer status. So, how did you decide to um, write a book and start a blog, and and what came first? Well, the first thing that actually came was um, while I was in grad school, um, me and my friends were looking for a way to you know start a company and also promote a good cause. So we started a clothing company by the name of Abrantier and Senora, which translates to gentleman and lady 
uh, in the Ghanaian and Italian languages because the other co-founder, um, he was from Italy. So we wanted to create a diverse brand. Um, and then we got a partnership with Mental Health America. They're the largest nonprofit that uh, serves individuals um, in this country with mental health conditions. Uh, and, they and they promote mental uh, wellness for all. Um, so we got a partnership with Mental Health America where you know we were donating 5% of our proceeds to them. So I started to branch out more in order to get my business out. Um, and as more parts of you know my life, my business, my story um, got out online, you know, I started to talk a little bit about the different parts of my life. Uh, and once people started to learn about the nurse practitioner journey and uh, being a nurse, uh, I realized that there was an audience for that because those videos were getting so many more views um, than some of the uh, you know clothing company um, and entrepreneurial stuff. So I started just being more transparent. Um, and I realized that a lot, a lot of people had questions on um, how to become a nurse. And the ones who were nurses, they wanted to know how they could use their platform as nurses to branch out um, into different, you know, business opportunities. So I guess the more I started talking about myself, I just found out that, you know, people were, those audience for it, people wanted to listen and learn and, and know more. Right. Yeah, I find that really interesting because uh, most people start out with like the blog or something and then create a, a, a clothing line, but you started right, out right. <laughs> the backwards. Yeah, no, that's pretty amazing. Like, how did that even get off the ground? Uh, it took a while for it to get off the ground, of course, initially, because, uh, you know, family and friends heard about it first, you know, they were the first supporters. Um, and then I would use my uh, YouTube channel. Um, and I was talking about nursing and my entrepreneurial stuff. Uh, on you know on YouTube, so I would use my YouTube channel and my small platform. It wasn't that big of a platform, but I would use that platform to um, talk about uh, the clothing company and different things like that. We did a few fashion shows in Atlanta. Um, we would go to Washington D.C. every year uh, to participate in uh, Mental Health America's annual conference. So we try our best to have like a, a presence, um, and we we also use uh, social media extensively. Um, uh, most most namely Instagram, that was our main um, attention getter. Yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing. So um, you were going to these different locations and just connecting with people. I mean, I think right. that's like one of the biggest things that I want my audience to understand because a lot of people, they'll, they'll create something and then they'll say, well, now what? And um, right. I think the piece that everybody misses is that you know entrepreneurs like, like you and like myself, we're out there constantly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about YouTube. Um, when did you start the YouTube channel and, and how did that get off the ground? Uh, the YouTube channel was started uh, midway through 2017. Um, and one of the videos that uh, went viral, I think I have, that's actually my most popular video. I have like 50,000 views on that one. I was just filming myself because um, my brother came up with the idea of just, you know, following me because it was in the summertime. He had nothing else to do. So um, he asked that, you know, he could follow me around uh, and just record like a day in the life, you know, and I paid him something for, you know, his time. Uh, and once I posted that video online, a lot of people started to, you know, comment and the video blew up um, and it became much bigger than I thought it would be. And once, you know, people started commenting like down below in the comment section, they started leaving a lot of questions. Um, and I would use those questions as future video ideas. So somebody would say, you know, um, another popular video that I did was uh, why nurse practitioner over um, MD, over medical doctor. Um, and I got the idea from one of the questions that was left um, as a comment. So the channel kind of started, uh, you know, in mid-2017. 
from just the questions uh, from people who were interested in doing like a similar thing professionally. Yeah, I, I love that because uh, you know most people are trying to like like how do I how do I create that viral video and and you know all that kind of stuff and here you are just like creating a video that came from the heart and you knew right that, yeah <laughs> and, it, and that's usually how it happens <laughs> right, right just spontaneously right and then the comments are like pure gold too like when you right. take comments and respond to them it's just amazing right. Um, okay, so, and then you have a podcast as well? Uh, yes, ma'am, I do have a podcast. It's called uh, The Case Offer Live Experience. And um, what I did with the podcast is a lot of the content that I put out there on YouTube, um, I realized that a lot of people didn't have the time to sit down there in front of a computer and, you know, consume content by watching something because, you know, we live in a fast-paced society where people are constantly on the go. Um, and I figured that, you know, by stripping the audio from the YouTube videos, I could just turn that into a podcast. Um, so I do have a few episodes where, uh, you know, it's strictly a podcast, but I would say 98% of the content that's on my podcast is stripped from the YouTube videos. Um, and it's just another way for people to consume the content because like I said, people might only have like a one hour window to listen to something. Um, and that might be on their way to work and on, the, on their way back every day. So I just want to find different ways to get to, um, you know, the people who wanted to hear about the things I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing like, you know, just uh, having your your GPS or whatever the thing is in your car and, it, you know, the it lets you pick podcast episodes. Right. Yeah, it's exactly. so great. As opposed to you're not actually going to watch a YouTube video. Right. It takes um, a lot of time to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. And then um, you also have... Um, you've written a book called You Already Won. Um, yes, tell us what that means and, and why you wrote that. So You Already Won, that's, uh, that phrase came from um, one of the t-shirts that we had with the clothing company, um, Abrantin Senor. We call the clothing company A&S for short. So with the clothing company, um, you know, we wanted to empower people, you know, because we had the partnership with Mental Health America. We wanted to empower people, um, inspire them to be their best. So we figured that one key way that we could do that um, is by trying to alter people's mentality. So the catchphrase, you already won, um, it's more of a, a, a way of life. It's like a, a saying that you would, you know, wear on your shirt. Um, and when you wear that shirt, you know, you keep seeing it, you keep saying, you know, you already won, I've already won. Um, and everybody is trying to, you know, win at something, whether they're in school, um, whether they're trying to become an entrepreneur, and everybody is, you know, trying to fight some sort of battle every single day. So the Catchphrase you already won is more of a motivational, inspirational um, quote. Um, and when I was, uh, you know, compiling some of the, the different um, excerpts and the different paragraphs that I had written throughout the years to turn it into a book, and I was looking for a, a title of the book, uh, I figured that you already won would be a great uh, uh, title because, you know, the phrase you already won is so emphatic. And I wanted, uh, you know, a short, you know, book title but I want something that would be um, in fact to, enough to the point where it would get people's attention. You know, so I want people to read the book just off the, the, the title you already won. And then when they dive into the book, uh, they actually realize that the book is providing a lot of value to them. Yeah. Well, I think you nailed it with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, that's awesome. So, uh, and then the other thing you do, it looks like you're a motivational speaker as well. Are you on stage uh, frequently or, or how do you get those gigs? So those gigs, they almost come like spontaneously. So uh, 
I mean, like I never intended to be a, really a, a motivational speaker. So I, I guess I consider myself to be someone who just talks about my life and it, I guess it happens to be motivational. But those gigs come from me just uh, interacting with people. Uh, I try to have, um, you know, a widespread uh, online presence. Um, I'm really big into LinkedIn uh, nowadays. I'm trying to have more of a presence there. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all these uh, different platforms. And um, as I would post my content on different places, people would reach out and say, hey, um, we have this type of event coming up. You know, would you mind, uh, you know, showing up here? Um, and I just, uh, I have a, a speaking engagement coming up in Ohio um, next year. Um, the date is not actually set, but one of the guys who um, was looking at my content said, hey, we have this forum uh, that's going on. It's mental health based. Would you like to speak at it? And I, I said yes. And um, I had a speaking engagement earlier this year in Kentucky uh, at the University of Kentucky, where I was speaking at a, a symposium for uh, graduate students about mental health. Um, you know, so I was just posting my most authentic um, content, you know, and people who can relate to, you know, the things I talk about and the things that I've been through um, naturally gravitated towards it. And, you know, the good thing about that is when I get speaking opportunities, it's actually within the, the, the niche or within the field that I'm like pursuing or like is within my arena because I'm just talking about what I know about. And I'm just fortunate that people are reaching out to me via, you know, um, email or Instagram uh, DM messages and they're just asking me to be a part of their event. Um, so that's kind of how I, I get the events, but I would love to, you know, figure out different ways to, you know, land some more of these gigs. <laughs> um, okay, well, so now, this is a lot of stuff, and you still, you work as a nurse practitioner as well, right? Correct. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so I, I guess this is going to be the question that's burning on everybody's mind, is like, how in the world do you have uh, all the time like where do you find the time for all of this <laughs> uh it's you know you just find the time by doing and um one big thing that i've been trying to really key in on is not judging myself and i think um you know when i was trying to be more um um just self-aware of where i am and the things that i'm trying to do i realized that sometimes i had a tendency to want things fast like you know i want this fast or i want to do a ted talk or you know all these different things and I started to not judge myself and just understand that I'm doing so much already. Uh, so when I keep telling myself that, it gives me the time to, the ability to not judge myself. There'll be some weeks where, um, you know, like for two weeks straight, I'm on fire, I'm putting out content, and maybe the, the third week, um, sometimes for like two weeks at a time, I'm kind of like just idle, you know, taking care of the things that have to be taken care of or taking care of personal matters. Um, and I, I just, it's just trial and error. I had a personal assistant. Um, I tried that out. It didn't work, uh, you know, but um, I'm looking for, I'm always looking to learn and I'm open to different ideas because, you know, at the end of the day, I have to, you know, be kind to myself as well. So, um, you know, even though the personal assistant thing didn't work, I learned about different things like Hootsuite, um, which is a website where you can post your content and pre-schedule it. So now um, me and my brother, he's the one who works with me. Um, we decided to like post content like two weeks at a time so where we want to combine all the work to like one or two days and then just post the content ahead of time and then we get to live our lives um and my brother's actually the one who edits my youtube videos um he and he's the one who posts uh, the podcast as well because i realized that i couldn't keep up with everything so the things that i figured that i can't do you know as well or as efficiently as somebody else 
I try and outsource that as quickly as possible. Yeah, that's a good strategy. So how frequently do your YouTube videos come out? I post uh, one. So I have uh, two different segments on YouTube. I have one which is called the Coder Software Show, where I interview, um, you know, nursing or healthcare professionals. And I talk a little bit about what they do for a living. And then I have a nurse talk, which is just like a five to 10 minute segment where I talk about essentially a question that somebody has asked me about mental health or about psych nursing or about um, psych um, nurse practitioner school. Uh, so the nurse talk uh, comes out, you know, once a week. That comes out on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Um, and the Coder Software Show comes out once a week, Tuesdays uh, at 9 p.m. And, uh, you know, to be on YouTube and to have a consistent audience, um, you have to be consistent. So uh, my plan is there's going to be some times where maybe I might not be able to put out content. And like every now and then, like I'll be thinking in my head, like, okay, I might want to shut it down for the month of February or the month of March just to, you know, take care of personal matters. So whenever I, you know, feel like I'm going to do that, I think my responsibility is just to let my audience know, you know, however small they are, to let them know, hey, um, taking a break for the month of March, coming back April, because um, the the goal is to be consistent, um, but not to be like to do every single thing. Because sometimes, you know, life gets in the way. We can't just put out uh, content, um, you know, the way we want to. But I think uh, getting organized and pre-recording, um, that's huge for me. So sometimes I'll record like a whole lot of content in one week. Um, and sometimes within like a week and a half, I have content for two months. And when I can do it like that, I love it because it gives me time to actually enjoy my life and also be true to what I said I was going to do. Yeah, that's the, that's the dream. I, that's been on my calendar for a long time. Like, <laughs> I'm going to do those eight videos <laughs> and get them posted to YouTube. Um, and somehow it doesn't seem to happen. But uh, right. I, I feel like I need your brother um, on my team as well to do my videos. <laughs> Everybody needs uh, like somebody who can, you know, get the get the stuff out fast because, you know, I, I don't have formal, um, you know, business training you know so like you have a um, mba uh, i believe so you know you have like some sort of knowledge i'm just kind of uh, winking at um some of the mistakes that i make do cost you know money but i just i just try my best to learn from every single mistake yeah well i, I can certainly say the mba prepares you for corporate world but not so much entrepreneurial world so i've, okay. I've made probably a lot of the same mistakes since <laughs> spent well, i didn't know that learning. So, um, but so how does, uh, so in terms of like your psychiatric nurse practitioner um, uh, degree and you have the, a, you're a doctor as well, um, are you doing research in that area or is the business pursuits more kind of like how you're promoting the way that you're, the path that you're forging, I guess? Uh, yeah, that's a very good question. I don't think I've been asked that question, but I've kind of been waiting for people to ask it. Uh, it's uh, um, my nine to five uh, daytime job is essentially um, me doing my best to learn everything that I can learn about psychiatry and to provide care to the population that you know I enjoy providing care to the most, and that's the inpatient, um, you know, uh, state hospital setting. So when I was working as an RN, I worked for five and a half years within the, you know, inpatient uh, state mental health hospital. You know, so this is a state facility, psychiatric inpatient uh, type setting where we have patients who come straight out the street, um, acutely, you know, psychotic. Uh, you know, we have patients who are there on court orders. 
Um, and we also have like a forensics unit, which is uh, currently where I work um, at. So, you know, taking care of individuals who have um, mental health conditions and they also have a, a lot of legal charges. So it's an interesting dynamic, but my daytime job consists of me learning as much as possible about, you know, psychiatry. So um, I'm always, you know, whenever I'm like ahead of schedule, I'm always sitting down with a, a more experienced nurse practitioner or a psychiatrist who's been doing their job for a long time. And I just try and get different tips, you know, on how to, you know, enhance my personal practice, you know, because I'm not sure of my future goals as a, um, as a psychiatric mental health nurse pract practitioner, but I do know that, you know, I want to open myself to different opportunities. So I'm always um, looking at different ways to, you know, you know, do research or different things that I can, you know, look up to help my patients out. Um, I do plan to do research, uh, though, with the, um, the doctorate. Uh, and I'm currently in, located in uh, Williamsburg, Virginia, so Southern Virginia. Um, and uh, I'm still affiliated with Augusta University, which is the university where I taught at for three years. And I also went to school there. Um, grad school there. So I'm still affili affiliated with Augusta University. Um, but there's also a lot of great colleges here um, in the Southern Virginia area, you know, like VCU. So um, I do plan on, um, you know, uh, combining um, and collaborating with either, you know, my home university or a university out here to do some research and uh, about different medications that can help people out. And, you know, um, I'm real big on research and I don't have any publications yet. So that is something that I do want to do. I just haven't gotten to that part yet in my career. Well, you say you don't have any publications, but you have a blog, you have a book, you have okay. a YouTube channel. There's I, all, I like yeah. looking at it that way. That's <laughs> and a great I would, way of looking I, at it. Yeah, I would argue that those are, you know, almost more important than a lot of the research that is out there because one of the things that I've always kind of encouraged academics and scholars is to make their stuff accessible, right? To make it so that people can actually read it uh, or want to read it uh, because right. a lot of the times we're just kind of talking to each other and uh, not really talking to the people that we're, we're meaning to help. Right. And, and I, anything that I do, I want, I want to make sure that it's, you know, providing value to people. So, you know, whatever research I do, it would be something that would be compelling, you know, something that people could use. It, like, I would want it to be practical. So the good side about the entrepreneurial stuff is uh, the fact that, you know, like people will go to YouTube before they go to PubMed to read a, you know, research study. So I'm able to reach the, you know, the population uh, easier that way. Absolutely. Um, so tell me, where is this going? Like, where is this going to go in the next couple of years? And where will we see you in like a couple of years from now? Well, I mean, my, my plan is to, you know, educate people about what I do for a living. Um, and to also talk about the importance of, um, you know, mental health awareness. So uh, as I work, you know, in my position uh, as a psychiatric uh, nurse practitioner, I'm doing the, the most that I can you know, do to learn about taking care of people and also working in that capacity, it provides you with so much insight about not only your patients, but also about yourself and about the, the world around you. So um, a lot of the wisdom that people, you know, say that I have, or, you know, they'll say things like, oh, you're so wise. And I just, I just chalk it up to the mistakes that I've made and to the people that I have the, um, you know, the ability to take care of, you know, I consider it to be um, a privilege to serve those individuals I take care of. So doing that um, gives me a lot of insight and that gives me a lot of the um, information that I 
talk about, you know, when I'm doing these speaking engagements. Um, so that's something that I legitimately enjoy, and I want to continue to do that. And then on the flip side, with the entrepreneurial um, uh, side of things, I'd like to build a um, just a big a nursing platform, you know. So uh, talking with people like you who have established um, online uh, nursing businesses and people who have like uh, you know an audience and a presence, I just want to uh, get people's stories out there um, as well as getting mine. So with something like the the Coda Software Show that I do on YouTube, I just want to interview as many nurses as possible, as many healthcare professionals as possible, because there's a lot of people who are coming um, behind this. And, you know, now a lot of people are getting into the entre entrepreneurial thing because they feel like it's a cool thing to do. But, you know, sometimes you can actually have a degree and also be an entrepreneur. And sometimes you can just have a degree and do that and you don't have to open a business or you can just open the business, you know, and then succeed in that. But I feel like the more I give back, uh, the more it's helping somebody because when I was 17, um, I would have loved to have known about all these different options. Um, I, I still think I would have done the same thing, but it would have given me more hope um, that, you know, there's a brighter future coming along. So there's a lot of kids who are, you know, uh, 17, 18, and they're going to be at the point where they're going to be going to college. And, you know, with the student loan crisis, people are just taking out thousands of dollars for no reason and they're not sure exactly what they want to do. So I feel like, uh, people like us who have the platform, you know, by just sharing our stories, we can save people a lot of, you know, grief and a lot of money, you know, just by watching our content. So I just want to build a, a huge platform and um, hopefully start on YouTube. And I don't know, I don't know if it's California or Hollywood from, from here, but I'm just <laughs> trying to stay as open as possible to everything. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but yeah, Thank I love I love that about like uh, the high schoolers too, because that that was a market that I was interested in hitting. Because like, uh, you know, I was actively discouraged from going into nursing school by my parents, uh, but I oh, wow. anyway. And you know, even to this day, when I hear people say they wouldn't encourage people to go into nursing, I'm like, you're crazy, because it is like the best job. But I mean, the best paying job. Yeah. Uh, yeah what you do can be incredible you don't have to like if you're in the ed and you hate it there's you could go into go somewhere else other yep. places yeah <laughs> it's a great job oh i love it um all right kojo why don't you uh tell everybody where they can find you where we can find out more get your book all that kind of good stuff uh so uh where you can find me you can find me online uh, at www.kojosarfo.com that's k-o-j-o S is in Sam, A R F is in Frank, O.com. Um, on social media, uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, uh, that's uh, K Sarfo Live. So K Sarfo, then live, just like that. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as well. Uh, my book, You Already Won, um, if you go on Instagram and you click the link in my bio, uh, it'll take you directly to you know, my book on Amazon. Or you could go to Amazon.com and type in, you already won Coder Sarfo. Uh, it will show up because I'm running ads on Amazon to get more exposure to the book. Um, and I'm also on TikTok. This is a fairly new thing that I've started to do. Uh, TikTok is uh, one of the newer um, social media platforms. They have, I think, half a billion active users. Um, and they've acquired almost as much attention as Instagram in like a fraction of the time. Uh, so I, I wanted to definitely, um, you know, make my presence known on TikTok because they have a younger demographic. So uh, my goal is to get to every and anybody who wants to hear um, what I have to talk about. 
you were brave <laughs> going on all these social platforms. Yes, um, yeah, that's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for this. This is uh, really amazing. And what you're doing is incredible. I, I, I really appreciate the time. Um, and thank you for what you do. Uh, you know, it's good for a lot of nurses to see somebody who has that business mindset to know that, you know, if you're working in the ED or in psych or in labor and delivery and, you know, you want to expand that you can expand and you don't have to just, you know, stay where you are, but there's actually a life outside of nursing. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Kojo. Thank you so much, Katie. I really appreciate it.